0: Welcome back to Hoof Beats with Lori. We're rekindling America's love affair with a horse one Saturday at a time. I'm Lori Richleano, your host, along with my co-host and husband, Victor Richleano. If you enjoy all things equine, you know this is the place to be.
1: You know, Laurie, um, this next segment, we're going to talk about the coronavirus and the equine industry. And it's it's kind of interesting because right now where we live, everything is closing down.
0: It's, and, But this is a very complicated, multifaceted you know, topic we're talking about
1: here. this is the first time we're sitting in the studio this morning all by ourselves.
0: Yes. It's Um, shut down. The studio
1: is shut down. Yes. Um, There's employees that are here. It's closed to the general public. Normally we'll have people coming and going. We have uh, friends that'll just pop in just to, they'll, they'll sit in the corner and laugh at us is basically what happens. Or give you pie. You know, and bring me pie, you know, but right now the studio is locked tight. Uh, Mm -hmm. We got a memo this last week that said it's uh, closed to the general public all the studios yes. and the offices are closed. And you know, that's that's airing on the side of caution, and I can see that. And we've been following some things in the equine industry. We had some friends of ours, Tony Steiner, mm-hmm. Steiner International Training Facility in Texas. And he, they, he had a show. Yeah, he was last week, Saturday. I think they was. uh the people that put on the show, uh, AHA decided to run with it. Yes. And the show started. He went there, they started to the show on Friday. It's a three-day show over the weekend in Houston, and, and the Friday the local authorities came in and shut, shut them down, down. So and said there's too many people in one place. They had no choice, and they had to they they did the best they could to run as many classes they said after tonight, uh, you guys are shut down, right? And they did their best to get as many classes in as they could before they shut things down.
0: There's a standing thing right now with the United States Equestrian Federation. That's the uh, governing body that also has my license uh, for my my Arabian horse. Judging license in the United States. The Question: Federation. They are not endorsing and recommending for anything. They've shut down. They say right. they will not give any type of points. So they're not going. They're not endorsing it. They do right. not. They've want- They pulled
1: all their points programs. Yes. Everything. So if there's clubs out there running events, they're running them on their own. and, you know, and I can kind of see that because at an event like that, it's a public facility. You have the general public coming in to watch. Uh, it's not just the horse people. It's right. not like, and it's not a. Most of these are not ticketed events, where originally, like with basketball, they were talking before the NBA decided to suspend its season. They were talking about having the play, having the games played, but right. the auditoriums being empty, no spectators. Right. And I know there
0: were a couple rodeos actually this last weekend um, that did this, right. where they didn't have spectators because they were trying to get their last points or they're getting some points in. But it's it's a little different, right? Right. Now.
1: And you know, th- but a, an event. Even rodeos are, most of those are ticketed events. Right. Most of your horse shows are not a ticketed event unless you're at a bigger show like U.S. Nationals or Scottsdale or something like that uh, or Quarter Horse Congress, that type of thing. But your smaller local shows, they want people to come in and see what's going on yes. because they want to get new people interested in, in the, the industry. horse industry. Mm-hmm. So I can understand the local government wanting to shut that down because people are coming and going. You don't they know don't who's have practicing. The there's, They're no no, there's no control over the top of it. Now, we've also seen a lot of stuff coming across Facebook and across Twitter and Instagram and different things like that, where some of the barns that are either give lessons or boarding facilities or
0: train horses or train
1: horses are shutting their doors to the public. Yes. And that to me, that's a personal choice. That really, unless
0: is. it's a government mandated thing, correct. which is true,
1: correct? But in our area, the government has not mandated anything no. like that yet. Um, we're not a restaurant, no, so we uh, have just our
0: federal guidelines. What they say right. was, you know, what no more and than so, 10 or something,
1: right? They don't want any more than 10 people in one place at one time, and so we, we adhere to that. We make sure there's never more than 10 people in the barn at one time, and so. Um, There are some other people out there that are doing Before we get into what we're doing at Richland Farms, uh, there are some other people that are doing some interesting things. There's a lot of creativity coming in. Yes. Um, I saw something come across the Facebook feed. There's a trainer in California which is one? that what it is? The one who's doing the email? No,
0: that's that's actually in North Dakota. So in North Dakota, yeah. Cheers to okay. them. It's actually a dressage barn,
1: right? And what they're doing is they're telling their riders that have horses at home. And that's yep. not going to work if you're boarding your facility, right? Uh, boarding your horse at a facility, but they have if you have a horse at home, they're telling them to go out and ride their horse, do a like a
0: uh, like iPhone video,
1: right? And do an iPhone video or something like that, and send it to them, and they will evaluate the video and send you some things to work some on some pointers and they're not charging for that either uh, some of
0: them they do for free and then right. they have some that they're doing so right that, they're I doing know they like an introductory introduction. Which, is, which
1: is good right um and then i can't uh, think of
0: a better i mean that's you know that's really thinking outside the box right. cheers to her because um i really like that she's leading that type of industry think about that because we've got like telehealth which is right. what we talk for um for, for counseling for counseling and right. also for telehealth is also for the medical industry right. if you have like just a cold you can now call into your doctor and they could look at you through Skype is what they're doing.
1: Right. That's one of the things that they've really opened up with the federal government and some of the stuff that's just been signed in Washington is to broaden that to make it more available to people to do telehealth.
0: Right. So now let's think about that. Let's take that onto the next level with horses. Um, You have your horse at home you know and this is great if you're isolated let's say you're away from like a major trainer or, or something, or
1: if you've been exposed to the coronavirus and right. you have to self-quarantine yes you know remember this is not going to transfer to your horse nope uh so if you're at home species specific and there's you know you're there by yourself and you're taking care of your horse and you want to ride or there's you sim- and the person that's taking what, care of and you from
0: what i'm understanding some of the symptoms that they have for the coronavirus is that it's just that it's okay and that some of them don't just feel a little sick right. it depends upon depends upon you right and so if maybe you're not feeling too bad but you don't know what it is maybe you didn't get tested and you do self quarantine but you you have to take care of your horse right
1: Right. or those that were exposed and may not show any symptoms may not even have caught the virus but are doing the responsible thing and are self quarantine at home
0: right and, and you would love some help when you're working right. your horse right. and I mean this can go on afterwards this quarantine think about this Um, the far reaching benefits of doing this is if you get get more and more hearse trainers that you send them videos, they evaluate it, they'll tell you to do this, 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 and this, and you come back in a week and show them your progress. One, you've got a visual um, diary of where you were and how you're progressing. And you know what? Honestly, I'm looking forward to doing this and going forward with this and having training. I love teletraining. that. Teletraining. I love that.
1: Teletraining now at Rich Liano Farms. Oh, I like that. Email us at... At
0: Lori at hoofbeatswithlaurie.com. Or go to alwayshorses.com or call us where? 218-557-8762. Shameless plug. Yeah, shameless lo- plug to set up your... That just hit me while we're sitting here. Teletraining. Teletraining. Teletraining with it's, Rich yeah. Farms. Yeah, that's the way to do it. I love it. We I need to it. start doing that. I think that's a great idea. Now that's think about it. See, I, you know, well, you know, the other thing too,
1: Lori, how many of our friends and people that we know that don't live close enough to us to take lessons.
0: Oh yeah. A lot. And okay. And here's another thing. And this is the, it's a great thought process. Um, side saddle, you know, my passion with side saddle, right now side saddle is complicated. When you put a side saddle on a horse, the fit is complicated. The to, to make sure that the girth fits correctly, that the over girth fits correctly, that you know your your stirrup is set correctly. All the is it is too far forward, saddles too far back before you'd have to take them to a clinic or you'd have to show up at some place or
1: you could be like uh, kelly christine yeah our friend Drive from iowa all the way who drove all the way from iowa to western minnesota to have a side saddle lesson with you right because she wanted to start teaching it and yes. she knew the mechanics of it but she wasn't exactly sure uh, with the saddle and how it went on correctly yes. and, and how do you train that a stuff horse like that, to that? how do you train a horse to do it
0: so, I mean, this can really open up a lot of venue and a whole nother market. So, I mean, I'm for it because uh, there are a lot of people who can't do that. I can see this for driving, for horses, for driving right. horses, because when you hitch them, that's it's totally different um, and takes a lot of look. I, even with regular riding, I mean, is... Is your is your hind cinch too tight? Is it right. too loose?
1: You know, checking out things like, are you on the correct diagonal?
0: <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. You know, you know that type of thing. No, this could be very good. And it keeps you with that six feet of separation. Right. So, well, you know, that's pretty good. You
1: know, Lord, hold your thought right there. We're going to continue this in the next segment, but we got to take a quick commercial break here. So we're going to take a couple seconds off the air and let our advertisers get on. When we come back, we're going to continue with coronavirus and the equine industry 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 part two. So stay tuned. We'll be
0: right back. At Rich Leono Farms Training Center, we work with you and your horse to make what you want easy for your horse to understand and to help you achieve your riding goals. Our training methods are proven by our clients' successes. We don't do gimmicks. We build a solid foundation. Horse training and riding lessons are available and taught by a United States Equestrian Federation horse judge, clinician, and trainer. Visit us on the web at alwayshorses.com or call us at 218-557-8762 to schedule your horse training session or riding lesson at Rich Leono Farms today.